Good morning. I know y'all can do better than that. Good morning. That's much better. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continuously be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. So, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us, that means all of us, let us exalt his name together. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. All I'm trying to say is, it's a blessing to be here. If you like me, every time you think about what the Lord has done, every time you think about what he's still doing, your soul rejoices. And that's something for us to be glad about. To see a smiling face on this side, it ought to inspire somebody on this side. But then when you clap your hands over here, the old church used to say, let the fire burn. And when your fire's burning over here, somebody ought to catch that spirit over here. That way the whole church can be on fire. Let us rejoice his name forever. We invite those that are, are joining us by way of live streaming. Just put things aside for a few minutes and let's give this time to the Lord. Let us pray. We do thank you, Lord. On this, the second Sunday in December, we give thanks to you, Father God, for we know that you've been mighty good to us. In spite of our ups and downs, you've still been good. In spite of things not being maybe all the way we wanted them to be, we know you still are good because you constantly give us everything we need. And, Lord, for that we are grateful. We ask now that you will let your spirit come into this place. And, Lord, anoint everything that we do. Let us be anointed in our singing. Lord, anoint our scripture readings. Lord, above all, anoint our hearts so that we will receive your word and leave this place rejoicing. Thank you now, Lord. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you are doing. And we're going to thank you right now, Lord God, for what you will do. And all of the people of God said amen, amen, amen. This being the season of Christmas, our choir is going to open up with Emmanuel, Jesus with us. Emmanuel. Come on, I know everybody knows this song. Come on, come let us adore him. Kneel down before him. Worship and adore him. Yes, come let us adore him. Kneel down. 
down before. Worship and adore you. Come on, everybody sing.
Before the prayer, I have a request. My request is for a small gift from the church. That gift is to be love. We all can give that gift, love. We are in the season now that we talk about love. We talk about the fact that God sent his only begotten son into the earth to save us. So we can give a little love. Heavenly Father, first of all, let me say good morning to you. Heavenly Father, you have been great. You have blessed us beyond our means. You have given us things that we didn't need. You allowed us to have things that we didn't need. And Father God, you allowed us to have those things that we did need. For you said, Father God, that you will provide all our needs. During this Christmas season, Father God, we pray that our church stand out and be a church on the hill that will save, that is there to save souls and to give a little love. 
But we know if we give love, Father God, love is the most powerful thing there is. And Father God, we feel, I feel that we have enough love that we can share it with everybody. We ask, Father God, that we that you look in on us and help us to bless those that are less fortunate than us. And Father God, that you ask us to just be that soul that stands out amongst amongst us. We ask all these things in your name. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. worship him right here. Oh, come. Somebody said he's worthy.
And you know there's three reasons why we give here at Cave Chapel. Right? And you know all about the missions and ministries that occur here, so we Cave Chapel, so we can go out and help those that need. You know that, don't you? You know about that, don't you? And you know about the multiple ways to give. Right? Right? You already know that. And then, of course, our visitors will know that they can give when they go out the door because the bachelors is out there. So the only thing I need to do is, is just give you a word from God. That's all. So you know everything else. The first word I want to give you from God in reference to giving, it comes from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. All right? And it says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and to the government shall be upon his own shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So when you give this morning, remember where Jesus came from. He stepped down from heaven. And the reason why he stepped down from heaven because he wanted to be with the people that he loved. He gave it all. And then I want you to remember you about Luke chapter 6, verse 38. It said, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use shall be measured back to you. So as you give this morning, keep that in mind what Jesus did for you. And so no matter which way you do it, just do it cheerfully and liberally. For our God loves a See, I knew y'all do that. Praise God. Before I sing this morning, I would like to just dedicate this, my, this song to my sister Polly, who is laying in the hospital at UMC. She's been there 11 days. She'll be there for a while, guys. We can't, they can't seem to get her blood pressure down and her kidneys numbers, numbers down. So please lift up Polly as she struggles to regain her health at UMC Wiser 420. UMC Wiser 420. This is for you, Polly.
blessed day. We thank you for the offerings that have been received and we pray, Father God, that it be used for the building of your kingdom here on earth. For it's in your name we pray. morning. Today we celebrate one of the ordinances of the church, baptism. And I'll be reading from Matthew 28 chapter 18 through 20 verse in Romans 6 chapter 3 through 11. And Jesus came in and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the earth world. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized unto Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism in the, uh, into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if ye be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him, for in that he died, he died unto sin once. But he that he liveth, be liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed into, unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
to the great head of the church and on the profession of your faith Malia Ann Smith I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost to the great head of the church and on the profession of your faith Jaleel Gray I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost Take me to the Obedience to the great head of the church and on the profession of your faith, Kaylin Wade, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. None but the our God. Lord God, we thank you now for these who have put, on, put you on by baptism. As we've done what you told us to do now, bless us to continue by teaching them and showing them through our living what it means to be a child of the King. 
Lord God, we will forever give you all the praise and the glory. And it is in Jesus' precious name that we pray. Amen. Good morning, K Chapel. John, the 13th chapter, verse 34 says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Let us continue to pray for all of our bereaved families. Let us keep the Washington, Johnson, and Sempkin family the Drake and Osborne family, the Smith and Ward family, and the Lowry and Wright families in your prayers. Sister Vera Johnson and Sister Laquita Simpkins lost their sister-in-law, Miss Esther Jean Washington. The service for Miss Washington was held on Friday, December 8th at Jackson Memorial Funeral Home here in Jackson. Kay Chapel lost another former member, Miss Evelyn Faye Drake Osborne of Arlington, Texas. The funeral for Miss Osborne will be held on December 15th in Dallas, Texas. Miss Osborne was the daughter of our deceased member, Sister Verlene Drake, and the sister of Miss Cheryl Drake and Miss Kimberly Drake Chrysler, also former members. Brother Carlos Smith lost his father, Mr. Stanley Ward. The funeral service for Mr. Ward is being held today at Jackson Memorial Home Funeral Home and started at 11 o'clock. Sister Gail Lowry lost her husband, one of our deacons, Deacon Joe Lowry. The funeral arrangements are incomplete at this time and will be shared as they are made available to us. We have in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Sister Polly Williamson, Sister Anita Shaw, Brother Limus Magruder, Brother Glenn Barnes, and Brother L. Levy. We have recovering at home, Sister Johnny Jackson, Sister Mary Bell, Sister Cecilia Bass, Sister Deborah Franklin, Miss Rosemary Stuckey, Reverend Leroy Harrington, Mr. Melvin Scott, Brother John Sanders, Brother Kavara Collins, and Brother Willie Lindsay. Also asking for prayer is Sister Annie Bailey, Brother Ricky Bailey, Brother Lawrence Lewis, Sister Lily Luckett, and also Representative Alice Clark is asking prayer for her best friend of 40 years, Miss Betty Brown Green. Those that are related to members that are asking for prayer are Mr. Lewis Barnes, Miss Adrena Jeter, Miss Lavincia Clark, Miss Mackenzie Emil Nathan, Mr. Leonis Bonner, Mr. Keith Fogger, Miss Dolores Phillips, Mr. Larry Milton, Mrs. Demetrius Wallace, Mr. Clyde Cameron, Mrs. Renee Collins, Mrs. Laquana Caston, and also the family of Joe Redmond III, 
is requesting prayer for Bryson Joseph Redmond and his mother. They're both, they both will be having surgery on this coming Thursday. We ask that as you travel during the week, don't forget our long-term members. Let them know that we still love them and they're not forgotten. But as you travel during the week, remember to pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we come now. Father, we come this morning with bowed heads and humbled hearts. We come thanking you, Lord, for the many, many blessings that you bestowed upon us. Blessings seen and unseen. Blessings that can be explained and those that can't. But we know they all come from you, Lord. But Father, we thank you for all those that are ill. We ask, O oh Lord, that you would just stay with them. Let them know that you're still Lord and on God and that you've never left their side. Stay with them, Lord. Comfort them in this time of need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Hallelujah. Tonight, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ was born. It was no ordinary night. And it certainly was no ordinary child. We serve an incredible God who still does incredible things. Amen. Say it one more time. We serve an incredible God who still does incredible things. If God has done anything incredible in your life, why don't you give him an incredible praise? I, I mean, an incredible God deserves an incredible praise. An incredible God deserves an incredible praise. If that's all you got, that's all right. But if you got a little bit more, an incredible God deserves incredible praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy today. We worship him for who he is, for the wonderful things that he is yet doing in our midst. We are blessed of the Lord in and through all things, in and through all seasons, in and through all experiences. We are blessed of the Lord. Join me, if you will, in Luke's Gospel. Luke chapter 1, I shared with our ministers that I'm trying to follow as best as possible the calendar of the Advent season. There will be some slight deviations along the way. But this morning, we come to that portion of Scripture it's commonly referred to as the Annunciation. The Annunciation is Gabriel's announcement to Mary of the incredible thing that God is doing in and through her. Luke 1 and 26, these words are recorded. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into the city of Galilee named Nazareth. The virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind, what manner of salutation this should be. The angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, 
For thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? The angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. The power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she, she hath already conceived a son in her old age. This is the sixth month with her who, who was called barren, for with God. <laughs> Nothing shall be impossible. Mary said, Behold, handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk about surprise announcements from a sovereign God. Surprise announcements from a sovereign God. Did, did anybody other than me watch a show that started like this. Okay. Not the best whistler in here, but clearly some of y'all, I didn't have to go far before you knew that tune and that show. For those of you who don't know and you still looking like, what is he talking about? The name of the show is Andy Griffith. It was originally filmed in black and white, and, and the star of the show uh, was a sheriff by the name of Andy. They lived in a fictional town called Mayberry. In Mayberry, uh, Andy lived with his aunt, Aunt B. And they had a son by the name of. I see, I see, I see who I'm dealing with here. And 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 Andy's Andy's sidekick, his deputy, which was the one for comic relief in the bit, his name was Barney Fife. Barney Fife. Barney Fife. <laughs> Barney Fife maybe had one bullet in his gun. Andy couldn't trust him. He had to put it in his pocket, yeah. But, but he always had good comic relief. Andy, Andy would be dealing with something, and Barney would say something like, you got to nip it. You got to nip it in the bud. But, but along, with, along with Barney Fife, there was another who provided comic relief, and his name was Gomer Pile. 
Gomer Pyle had a great heart, if not a great head. Because he always got involved in things, but, 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 but he, wasn't, he wasn't foolish. He just had a simplified way of looking at life. And, and one of the things that, that, that Gomer would say was, surprise, surprise, surprise. I think if Gomer had been given Gabriel's assignment of announcing to Mary God's plan for bringing the Savior into the world, Gomer would have said to Mary, surprise, surprise, surprise. For it was indeed a surprise what Gabriel was sharing with Mary. Although the Jews had been long waiting for the coming of the Christ, this announcement that God had chosen her was a surprise announcement from a sovereign God. Sometimes God surprises us. What God is doing can take us by surprise. What God allows can take us by surprise. What God determines can take us by surprise. And sometimes we are left in the wake of shock, left in the state of unbelief, trying to figure out and understanding what God is up to. And here's what you need to remember. Three quick things, and I'm done. Three things you need to remember from this text. When God takes you by surprise. Number one, here it is, number one, we are never alone. When, when, when God takes you by surprise, we're never alone. It's in the text, verse 28. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And the Bible tells us that the angel Gabriel is sent, to God, sent by God into Nazareth. And you remember Gabriel is that angel who comes with revelation and with information. Whenever God wants information and instruction into the world, he, he sends Gabriel, the angel of revelation and information. Gabriel shows up in the Bible to give understanding and insight. The angel Michael, you remember, comes for war and for battle. But when Gabriel comes, it comes for the purpose of telling people on earth what God is up to in heaven. Gabriel comes to Nazareth having been dispatched by God in, dispatched by God to find this girl named Mary. And when he gets to her, he starts off, watch this y'all, by not telling Mary who he is, but rather by telling Mary who she is. You missed that. You missed that. He, he doesn't say, Mary, I'm Gabriel. No, no. He tells Mary who she is. Blessed art thou. Ah, highly favored woman. You, you are highly favored. You are blessed of the Lord. I think that sometimes God has to remind us of who we are. And for some of us, God has to introduce us to ourselves because while some of us think too much of ourselves, other of us think too little of who we are. We don't give ourselves enough credit for who the Lord has created us to be. While it's good to be humble, it's bad to have low self-esteem. It's good to be humble, but it's bad to have a negative self-image. It's good not to be lifted up in your own imaginations, but it's bad to count yourself out of what God can 
can do through you and with you and to you and in you. Listen, you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of the Most High God. God thought about you and put his divine fingerprint on your life. You are stamped in the Imago Dei, which is the image of the divine God. You have been given the breath of the eternal Father whose spirit lives inside of you. Your soul has incalculable value, so much so that God was willing to send his son to pay the debt of its ransom and you're walking around here thinking less of yourself letting the enemy convince you that you aren't as good as you are as your counterpart is letting others make you feel that you cannot compete the devil is a lie I am the image of God made by the most high so God says let me introduce you to yourself let me show you who you are out of the nearly 8 billion people on earth there is nobody like you you missed what I said you missed your shout out of the 8 billion people walking the earth right now there is nobody like Even your identical twin ain't like. Come on and talk to me, Linda. Y'all got some differences. Y'all look alike and you can fool a lot of folk, but y'all can't fool God. God knows you from your sister. God knows who you are, who you are, who you are. There's nobody like you. So the first thing that Gabriel does is he introduces Mary to herself. I know that you're poor, Mary, but watch this. Blessed art thou. He says, let me redefine what you've been thinking about yourself. I know that you're from a little known town of maybe, I mean Nazareth, but blessed art thou. I know that, that girls in your situation don't have much of a future, but blessed art thou. I, I know that your limited education means that you're, all you're looking to do is find a good man and maybe raise a respectable family, but blessed art thou. There's more than you realize. There's more that God wants to do with you than you recognize. There's more coming from you than you ever anticipated. Mary, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop letting your surroundings limit the sensational things that God wants to bring into your life. Mary, stop allowing what you see be all that you can imagine. Mary, quit believing less of yourself because of where you're from and what you were born into. Blessed art thou among women but here's the part y'all here's the part that we skip over and it's what I've been trying to get to don't miss what Gabriel says to Mary he says he says because we celebrate the blessed art thou and the highly favored art thou we put it in our songs and we talk Christianese when folk ask us how we doing we said I'm blessed and highly favored we love all of that but we miss What's right in the middle, where Gabriel says these words, the Lord is with thee. Ah, the Lord is with thee. 
before Gabriel goes any further into this announcement of all that God is going to do, he sets the stage by letting Mary know that God is with her. Come here. When God surprises you with something that you don't understand, something that you didn't anticipate, something that takes you by complete surprise, either in a good way or a bad way, remember this, the Lord is with thee. There are shocking moments. There are surprising events that can take the wind out of us. There are unexpected blessings and even unforeseen burdens that can come seemingly out of the blue and create either anxiety or even sometimes anger. Anxiety associated with how some things are going to happen or anger associated for why things are happening the way they are. But whichever side of the existential continuum you are on, remember that God is with you. In your anxiety, God is with you. In your anger, God is with you. In your hurt, God is with you. In your hallelujah, God is with you. In your ups, God is with you. In your downs, God is with you. In your pain, God is with you. In your praise, God is with you. In your worry, God is with you. In your worship, God is with you. There's nothing you can go through in life and God not be with you. The Lord is with thee. Secondly, when you get a surprise announcement from a sovereign God, remember this, that God always has a greater plan. When you get a surprise announcement, something you didn't expect, something you didn't see, something you don't understand, remember that God always has a greater plan. Start at verse 31. Verse 31 says, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, Gabriel says, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Now watch this, y'all. If Gabriel had just stopped his announcement at, Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, that by itself, would have been a great announcement. You cut off everything else after that. Just stop at thou shalt bring forth a son. And that by itself for Mary would have been a great announcement. Why? Because remember, having a son would mean that there was an heir in the family. Uh, and in the event... That the husband dies, the son is now charged with the care of the mother. Y'all missing it, y'all missing it. So Gabriel informing Mary that she would have a son takes a lot of sociological and future economic pressure off of her. It's saying, Mary, if Joseph leaves before you do, don't worry, you got a son. See, see, 
She would have a son, some, someone to represent her legally. She would have a son, someone to support her financially. She would have a son, someone to defend her physically. She would have a son. A son is a blessing all by itself. But wait a minute. There's more to God's plan than just a son. There's more to his plan. You, 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 you had me at I'll have a son. But he says, no. There's more. Gabriel says, thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. Lord of, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. I could hear Mary saying, I'm good with just a son. But there's more to the plan. There's a greater plan, Mary, than you imagine. God, God, has God ever given you something more than you imagine? I mean, you saw one thing, but you didn't realize how God was going to use that thing in a different way than you ever imagined. And God hooked some stuff up that you didn't even see on the horizon, but it was there all the time. And all you had to do was wait on God to hook it up for you. You didn't see everything that was coming your way. God did some stuff that you didn't see coming, and it blessed you by surprise. Krisha uh, and I, Krisha and I were, were in a museum, uh, and, and we, were, we, were looking at, we were looking at we were looking at paintings by, by, by Salvador uh, Dali. Salvador Dali is, is a Spanish um, uh, artist uh, who, who specialized in, in cubism, uh, cubism and and, and, and in, in contemporary art, and, and if you've ever seen those melting clocks, that, that's Salvador Dali. If, if you've ever seen that, those cubes that, that create other images when you step back from it and step in, that's Salvador Dali. And, and so we were looking at Salvador Dali's paintings, and, and the tour guide came up to us, and he started explaining some things. He said, he asked us what we saw, and we said one thing. He said, all right, now, now step to the right. We stepped to the right. He said, now, now, use your head like this. And we flipped our head like this. He said, now what you see? And we saw something different. He said, all right, watch. Now step to the left and, and push back a little bit and go back 16 meters and, and look at it now and tell me what you see. And every which way we went, we saw something new depending on the perspective we were looking at it from. Come here. God has something in this great thing called life, and you can't see it because you're looking at life from one angle, but God has the real angle. He knows every perspective that's going on, and all you got to do is trust God. Talk to me, Isaiah. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you got to believe that though you see one thing, God can be up to a whole lot more than you ever understand. There's more to God's plan than you already see. You, you, you see one thing, but God has a bigger plan. And that's why, that's why, that's why, that's why deacons, I like the whole church and some of the songs from the old church, when, 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 when they say things like, uh, we'll understand it better. I, 
What they would recognize is like, I, I'm looking at it right now, but I, I don't understand everything that I'm looking at. So, so I believe that by and by, when the morning comes, by and by, I'll understand more of what I'm looking at, more of what God has allowed, more of what God has determined, this sovereign God who allowed this to happen, this sovereign God who took me by surprise, this sovereign God who wrote this into the landscape of my life. I don't see it or understand it right now, but by and by, it'll make more sense. Bye. Thirdly, and I'm done, when you get a surprise announcement from a sovereign God, remember this, that your problem is a platform for God's power. Your problem is a platform for God's power. Verse 34, 34 then, then said Mary, after Gabriel gives her all of this grand announcement of what God is doing in her life and how God is going to use her to bring the Son of God into the world and, and of his kingdom, there would be no end. After Gabriel gives all of that information, Mary finally speaks. And Mary says unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. First thing out of Mary's mouth is the problem. I hear the promise, but here's the problem. I hear the announcement, but here's the issue. I hear, Gabriel, everything that you said, and it sounds good, but let me explain what you're working with. I have not known a man. And while you're talking about me bringing a baby into the world, Joseph and I hadn't hooked up. I'm going to leave it right there. I have not known a man. She was a virgin. And she raises to Gabriel the issue of her inadequacy as if that was an impasse for an incredible God. <laughs> In essence, watch this, y'all. Mary suggests that what she had not done was going to put limits on what God could do. She, she, she says, she says, because I don't have this, God can't do that. How many of us have counted out what God could do based on what we have or have not done? How many of us have limited ourselves to blessings that God wants to bring into our lives because of things we have or have not? Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Our problems are but platforms for God's 
power. Do I have a witness in here? Paul puts it like this in 2 Corinthians 12 and 19. says, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. He says, watch this. My power is made perfect in your weakness. In other words, tell me your inadequacies. God says, tell me where you don't measure up. Tell me where you have insufficiencies. And God says, it's not a problem for me. It's just a platform. Because where you stop, that's where I start. Where you end, that's where I begin. He said, your problem is where I show up, where, where you can no longer function. That's where I start performing. Ah, y'all not talking to me in here. So you can stop raising today's issues for why God cannot do with you what God wants to do for you. Stop bringing up in your mind what ought to eliminate you and what ought to disqualify you and what's going to keep you out of the running and recognize that your woeful inadequacy is but a wonderful opportunity for God's grace. Gabriel says to Mary, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Gabriel says, yeah, you can't do it by yourself. That's why the Holy Ghost will overshadow uh, you over. And maybe, maybe, Bill, that's the problem. We don't want to be overshadowed. It, it just came to me. Maybe that's the issue. We live in a world where we don't want to be or want anyone else to overshadow us. We, we want to be the life of the party. We want to be in the spotlight. We want to have all of the recognition. You don't believe me? We post everything we do. Every blessing we get, every promotion we get, every place we go, come on and talk to me if you can. Because we don't want to be overshadowed. If you can do it, I can do it too. You, you can't go nowhere, I can't go. You, you can't drive nothing, I can't drive. You, we, we, you don't wear nothing, I can't wear. You don't live anywhere, I, we don't want to be overshadowed. But God says, no, I need to overshadow you. Watch this, because what's going to happen through you is not about you. So I need to overshadow you so that they don't end up talking about Mary, but they stay focused on the Messiah. It ain't about you. I, I, I'm going to use you. But it ain't about you. I'm going to bless you. 
but it ain't about you. I'm going to hook you up. But in the end, folk ain't going to be singing your praises. They're going to be singing the praises. Let, 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 let me push it a little bit further. Because, because some of us have problems in life. Because we understand that our seasons are just for a little while. And we see our replacement coming up behind us and we feel threatened by those thinking that they will eventually over oh I'm really blessing somebody I'm gonna try to help somebody listen don't 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 be threatened and and feel afraid because your season has been good and maybe it's coming to an end. Bless God for the season that you had. Thank God for the time that he used you. Give God glory and praise for what he allowed you to do. And if you can help the person coming up behind you to do a better job than you, your legacy is already secure. You don't have to tear somebody else up to secure your legacy. Let God be God. Moses was not threatened by Joshua. He ushered him into his season. Paul was not threatened by Timothy. He ushered him into his season. David was not intimidated by Solomon. He ushered it into his season. And if the others did better than they, glory be to God. Watch this. Because it never was about me anyway. I guess the question that I'm trying to raise is, can you stand being overshadowed? Can you stand the blessing of being overshadowed? Can, can, watch this. Can you fade to black? While others come to the limelight. I'm done. The power of the Holy Ghost will overshadow you. And the thing that you've been wondering could you do, Gabriel says, God's going to do it through you. Here it is. I'm done. For nothing is impossible with God. With God, <laughs> nothing shall be impossible. Listen, hear me. Um, there are moments in life that are absolutely surprising. Sometimes in a good way. Sometimes in an unfortunate way. But whichever side of the continuum of life you're on,
with God, all things are possible. It's possible. It's possible for you to be absolutely gut-punched with surprise and still get up and give God praise. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible to be shaken to your core and still somehow believe that God is still good. It's possible. It's possible for you to have question and concern and still get good sleep at night. It's possible. It's possible for you to get a diagnosis a prognosis that you were not expecting and somehow trust that God will walk with you through it. Because with God, nothing shall be impossible. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and give you his peace. Let us pray. Father, in this season of surprise announcements, Lord, we thank you that you are a sovereign God. God, sometimes life is uncertain. Sometimes life is unsure. But God, with you, we have the assurance of knowing that you've got the whole world in your hands. You've got me and everybody in your hands. You've got the little bitty babies in your hands. And Lord, when we don't understand life, we trust your hands. God, now, I pray for those who have been surprised. I pray, God, for announcements that shook us, for arrivals that shocked us, and for departures that hurt us. And when we could see none of it coming, God, we trust that you're sovereign. We trust that 
somehow there are perspectives of this that we can't see because we're either standing too close to it or not at just the right angle. But we trust that your all-seeing eye sees everything that there is to see and to know and that is involved. And so God, we'll just understand it better by and by. Until that time, God, give us strength to walk by faith. Give us strength to hold God's unchanging hand. And give us strength to know that you're doing bigger things than we could ever imagine. For all things are working for our good and by our God. Now, God, by faith, I believe you're working in this room. You're working in the hearts and on the hearts of people who need to know you. You're working on, online for people who need to come to you. You're working, you're working on broadband and in, in somebody's room, living room, by way of a virtual technology. God, you're working right now. And so, Lord, touch that heart, touch that person. That during this season, this season of, of the miracle, the miraculous, the mystery, all of, all of that, God, we pray now for the mighty hand of God to rest upon hearts and to arrest those who need to be brought into a relationship with you. God, touch now. Move now. Convince now. And convict now. In the name of Jesus. God, I feel you moving. I feel you moving in this place. Bless your name, O oh God. And in the name of Jesus, I pray now that those who have been touched to say yes, yes, I need the Lord in my life. Yes, I need this church to be my church family. Yes, I need brothers and sisters to walk this walk with me. I pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit that they would be overshadowed and their insecurities would be overshadowed. Their anxieties would be overshadowed. Their doubts and their fears would be overshadowed. And they would say yes right now in Jesus' name and for his sake. Now, won't everybody stand to your feet now? Everybody stand to your feet. For those of you who are feeling overshadowed right now, saying, yeah, Lord, I, I feel your presence. You come right now. The doors of the church are open. You're ready to say yes to the Lord, give your life to the Lord. You're ready to say yes to God and be saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. You're ready to join this church and let this be your church home. You're overshadowed now. By the presence and power of the Holy Spirit, we invite you to come now. Wherever you are, you're already standing. You might as well start walking. You're already standing. You might as well start moving. Go on and say yes to the Lord. The doors of the church are open. Give yourself away right now. Hallelujah. Give yourself away right now. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, hallelujah. Give myself away. Give myself away. So you can use me. So you can use me. You who are online, you, you call the number, you scan the QR code. Somebody's waiting for you right now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Hallelujah. I give myself.
So you, you can use me. You who need prayer, you who need prayer, you come right now. You come right now. You who need prayer, you need somebody to pray with you, to stand with you, to join hands with you, to, to believe God with you. You come right now. The doors of the church are open. The doors of the church are open. Lord, I'm longing. Lord, Lord, I'm longing. Lord, hallelujah. To see your desire, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Come now, come now, come now. Come now, come now. Don't worry about your neighbor. You come now. Give yourself, give yourself. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. Oh, bless his name. Bless his name. I give myself. I give myself. So you can use me. Said I give myself. Come on, slip out into the aisle. Walk now. Walk now. Walk now by faith. Give yourself. So you can use. I give myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I give So you can use me. Give myself. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can. Some are coming for prayer. Some are coming for prayer. Those of you who have come already, God bless you. God bless you. Listen, those who are coming for prayer. Can we do something? Can we do something? Can we do something? Usually I ask the ministers to pray for them, but for whatever reason, I'm just feeling led. Everybody, everybody just pray for this moment. Pray for this family, these who have come those who are here and those who are yet coming those who are yet coming because I don't believe these are the only ones who need prayer so those who are yet coming while you're coming we're going to pray for you all we're going to pray for you all right here right now oh bless your name God oh bless your name God I give myself I give myself. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Yes. Give myself. Give myself. To you, to you, to you. Give myself, give myself. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you know, you know everything. You're not only the sovereign God, but you're the all-knowing God. You know every situation in this sanctuary. You know every challenge in this church. 
You know every condition amongst this congregation. So, Lord, now by your spirit, move. By your spirit, heal. By your spirit, restore. Everything that's been broken, fix it, God. Broken hearts, fix it now. Broken homes, fix it now. Broken relationships, broken marriages. Jesus, fix it. And we know that with God, all things are possible. So, Lord, right now, we, we just going to act like it's fixed. We're going to worship like it's fixed. We're going to praise you like it's fixed. We're going to trust you like it's fixed. We're going to thank you like it's fixed. In Jesus' name. Oh, we love you. We love you and we shout right now, thank you. We shout right now, thank you, Lord. Thank you for fixing it. Thank you for healing. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for mending brokenness. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We receive it now. By faith, through grace. And now may the grace of God, may the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, let every heart say amen. amen. Say amen. Say amen. God bless you. Go in peace.